For a long time, March 24th would have been New Year's Eve. Stay tuned to find out why and also to learn what it might teach us about ourselves. Hello friends, it's good to be with you as always. Thank you for taking a little time to be with me. Uh, this episode is airing on Wednesday, March 24th. That means a couple of things, probably more than that, but at least two things I'm gonna lift up. One is it's our last midweek Lenten service before we move into Holy Week, so we hope you'll join us for that. The second, which you, I'm guessing, are not aware of, uh, I wasn't really until I started thinking about it, is that uh, March 24th, for much of the history of the West, was actually New Year's Eve, because March 25th was the start of the new year. Why was that? It's a little complicated, but uh, in the Christian world, it, it ended up being the start of the new year largely because it, it is what is known as the Feast of the Annunciation. And even in our own Lutheran tradition today, uh, we do celebrate that. We don't talk about it a lot, but that's the feast when the angel Gabriel comes to Mary and uh, tells her that she will bear a son. And of course, nine months later on December 25th, is we have Christmas, which celebrates that. We don't often think, though, about that March 25th date. So that was the start of the year for a long time. I won't go into deep weeds about how complicated uh, the shifts in the calendars are, but I'll lift up three different important years uh, that are related to different calendar systems. Uh, the Julian calendar, which we do not use today, was established in 45 BC. It actually was pretty accurate at 365 days, but its leap year calculation was all messed up, which meant that this next year, I'm going to mention 1582, saw the creation of something called the Gregorian calendar, based or founded by Pope Gregory. That fixed the leap year date. The th or issue. And then the third date I'll mention is 1752. Um, 1752 is the year that England and its colonies finally moved to the January 1st start date of the new year. And between 45 BC and 1582 and 1752, uh, countries all over the world used different uh, first days of the year. And it, as you can imagine, it made all kinds of things very complicated in terms of commerce and timing and so forth. So 1752, England and its colonies finally make January 1st, not March 25th, the first day of the year, which resulted in some interesting uh, historical things, curiosities. For example, the birthday of George Washington. George Washington was actually born on February 11th in 1731, but because the way the calendars sh uh, were recorded shifted during his lifetime, after they shifted, his new birthday, uh, which had to accommodate for a, the taking out of 11 days, became February 22nd, 1732. That's one interesting fact. The other interesting fact, at least I find it interesting, has to do with the names of four of the months of the year. Uh, those months are September, October, November, and December. And they come from words in Latin that mean seven, eight, nine, and 10. Um, septum, uh, let's see, octo is eight, November comes from the word for nine, and dec decimal, of course, is the same root as the word for December, 10. So maybe you knew some of that stuff at one point from elementary school or junior high, and maybe you've forgotten it. 
And that brings us to the bigger point I want to lift up today. I think that in our world uh, as human beings, there are all kinds of things that attempt, maybe not intentionally, but maybe just because we're busy or we're preoccupied or we're focused on different things that make us forget who we really are. We tend, I think, in our culture to assume that who we are is dependent on things like how old am I, how wealthy am I, how attractive am I, how popular am I, how successful am I. And in the life of faith, none of those have anything to do with who we really are as beloved children of God. And that got me thinking about a beautiful passage, um, and I'm going to read a tiny bit of this for you from uh, one of my favorites, G.K. Chesterton. This is one of his uh, most important works. It's called Orthodoxy. It's a very boring title. I promise you it is not a boring book. And he's talking about the famous story, uh, sort of a evergreen story or story told in different ways about um, the man or the woman who has forgotten their name, right? <clears throat> and he walks about the streets and can see and appreciate everything, only he cannot remember who he is. And he goes on to say this, well, every man is that man in the story. And every woman, of course, we would say today, every man, every woman has forgotten who he or she is. One may understand the cosmos, but never the ego. The self is more distant than any star. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God, but thou shalt not know thyself, he writes. We are all under the same mental calamity. We have all forgotten our names. As we approach Holy Week, the most important week of the church here, I pray, that in our worship together, in our prayer together, God will help to remind us of who we really are. Thanks as always for being with me. Be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm -hmm.